welcome. This is Cheryl A. Major. I want to welcome you to this edition of Major Health Tips in Digestible Bites. And today our topic is gluten. And more specifically, we're going to talk about whether a gluten-free diet might be right for you and some, some questions you can ask yourself and things you can ponder to see if that might be a good thing for you to try. So we know gluten-free diets are all the rage, and you see things advertised in the store, these packages of food, gluten-free this and gluten-free that. And health and fitness experts pretty commonly recommend a gluten-free lifestyle. And as I mentioned, there are a ton of gluten-free foods out there from the big food companies. So with all of this attention, you might be wondering if maybe you should give gluten-free a try. Maybe it's right for you. So I want to talk about a few signs that would indicate it might be a good idea and help you answer a few questions regarding yourself and your diet and how might gluten might play into that. So if you struggle with frequent digestive problems, if you find you have chronic diarrhea or loose stools, that may be a sign you have a sensitivity or an allergy to gluten. And gluten, by the way, is a protein that's found in wheat and other grains. Um, if you struggle with cramping, gas, or other digestive issues, gluten might be the cause. Now, I'll share with you a personal, um, not... <laughs> Not glamorous, but a personal uh, take on this. I used to suffer with, uh, I, I, I have uh, non-celiac gluten sensitivity. I'm, I'm not a celiac person. I don't have celiac disease. But I certainly do have a reaction to gluten. And I used to need, if I was going to have gluten, oftentimes I would need to be very close to a lady's room um, if I was at a, um, at a restaurant or, or out and about. Um, it really, really affected my intestines. So if you find that that resonates with you, maybe you're a candidate to try a gluten-free diet. Another thing, if you have chronic sinus problems, if you have chronic congestion, um, that might be a sign that you have a gluten allergy. Gluten can make you stuffy. Um, just like pollen allergies, food allergies can cause congestion. They can cause runny noses. And they can even cause other sinus-related complaints like um, a post-nasal drip that never goes away. By the way, dairy can do that too. Dairy can give you a post-nasal drip, but gluten can do it as well. Another thing to watch for, if you are struggling with chronic fatigue, if you are always tired, always struggling with low energy day in, day out, and it doesn't seem to matter how much sleep you get, again, gluten might be the cause, and it's worth giving it a try to back off, to get it out of your diet and see if it helps you. So gluten is found, oh, it's, it's everywhere. It's so pervasive. It's found in bread, pasta, other starchy carbohydrates. Um, and all those starchy carbohydrates can cause a drop in your blood glucose level. And that also can result in low energy. But um, before eliminating gluten, you may want to try cutting back on um, the starchy carbs to see if your energy level improves um, relative to the blood sugar stuff. If you're not having so much of a bump up in your glucose levels and then a drop, that might help you. But if, you're, if you find that you're sensitive or allergic to gluten, it can affect your energy levels. It can also affect your sleep. Now, 
I want you to think about your physical appearance. Does your body or your face look or feel puffy? This can be bloating. It can also be facial puffiness and overall water retention. And if you're allergic to gluten or if you're sensitive to gluten, you may be constantly inflamed as your body tries to deal with the gluten that you're eating on a regular basis. So cutting back on gluten or eliminating it from your diet can help you lose weight more quickly, and it can also affect the appearance of your skin. Not only will your skin lose puffiness, it will tighten up, and you'll also go from kind of that pasty, um, pasty skin color that you can have if you eat a lot of processed foods to more of a clear, taut complexion. Next on our hit parade, chronic infections, illness, and depression. Now, this one resonates with me, too, because as many of you know, I struggled with chronic depression for years and years and years. When your body has an adverse reaction to gluten, you can experience surprising symptoms. So if you're unable to absorb food when gluten is present in your digestive system, you can be low on things like calcium and vitamin D. And vitamin D is essential for proper immune function, which is so important right now. Keep your immune system strong. And it's also important to regulate mood. If you're struggling with being a depressive person, you need to be tested for your vitamin D levels. And supplement, uh, ask your doctor, but he'll probably, he or she will probably say supplement D3 if your uh, D levels come in low. If you, chron- if you struggle with chronic illness, infections, or the aforementioned depression, you may be sensitive or even allergic to gluten. Um, so if you think, if any of this resonates with you and you think you might be sensitive to gluten, what are you going to do? Well, consider el- elim- el- eliminating gluten for 30 days to see if it makes a difference in how you feel both mentally and physically. And this means eliminating all foods that contain gluten from your diet. And gluten, like sugar, is sneaky. They they put it in everything. It's places where you wouldn't expect to find it. It's in cereal. It's in processed meats and sausages. It's in condiments like ketchup. It's in soup. You even find it in creams and in shampoos. Why do you need gluten in shampoos. I don't get it. Now, you have to be sure to always read your labels, and you know how I'm always pounding the table about that one. And remember, just because a food says it's gluten-free doesn't always mean it's a healthy choice. You need to give it a good, good vetting, a good overview. I suggest that you keep a food journal and document how you feel on your gluten-free 30 days. Now, you You can expect that you may very well feel sluggish or uncomfortable the first two weeks that you're on a a gluten-free diet. And, you know, just like when you get off sugar, your body's going to go through a bit of withdrawal. So make sure you're consuming plenty of whole foods, whole grains, vegetables, and fruits, and avoid the processed stuff. Even if it says gluten-free, you're much better off without it. That boost of natural, non-starchy carbohydrates will help you get through what may be a challenging few weeks, and you may experience some gluten cravings, so just be prepared for that. And as always, if you stay hydrated by drinking lots of water, that's going to help you too. 
Now, keep in mind not everybody experiences withdrawal, and you may very well be the, one of the lucky ones. I certainly hope that you will be. Some people begin to feel better immediately. Um, but give your break from gluten a full month and evaluate and journal about the changes in your body and about how you feel. Always remember that listening to your body's response to food is the very best way to recognize the signs that this concept of a gluten-free diet is right for you. Now, I have a couple of things I want to share with you. I would love it if you would please, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash Cheryl A. Major. It's always a great way for you to connect with a community and to support people. Check it out. And also the healthyeatingclub.com. I would love it if you would check that out too. Please join us. We're creating a healthy eating movement. And it's always easier when you do this in a group that is like-minded and that is on the path to the same goals. So youtube.com slash Cheryl A. Major and thehealthyeatingclub.com. I hope you'll check those out. And I want to thank you for joining me today on Major Health Tips and Digestible Bites. This is Cheryl A. Major. We've been talking about gluten, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. <music>